0: Hey guys, Mubarak here. If you're at all interested in crypto trading, investing, and figuring out what are the best altcoins to invest in now, check out altcoinresearch.com. We just launched our new course that goes through the A to Z, regardless of your background or experience, and I know you guys are going to love it, so go check it out. Hey guys, welcome to the in Penny Stock podcast. I'm your host, Mubarak Shah, CPA and founder of in Penny Stock. And on this show, I help people around the world take control of their finances understand the markets you know regardless of your background experience and help you get to a place where you don't have to worry about checking your bank account or ever living paycheck to paycheck again now if you like the show i would love it if you can click subscribe so that way you get my new episodes automatically downloaded and sent to you as soon as they come out so you can stay fresh on the hottest investment opportunities and education and now finally before we start today's show uh if you're interested in learning more please feel free to text the word STOCKS, S-T-O-C-K-S, to the number 44222 from your phone or wherever you are, and you'll automatically be subscribed to our email list where you'll get our free masterclass on how you can get started learning the market and taking control of your finances. All right, let's get into the show. Uh, Trying out this new thing this week to see how it pilots, but wanted to see what it would be like if we went live every day this week. Uh, so we're going to be trying that out this week, same time, every day. It's going to be 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. EST. I know it's a little bit later than I think we'd be comfortable with, but I know that's the prime time that people can really get into their research, prepare for the next day. And so we're going to be continuing this for the whole week. So hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, this is only going to be for our VIP members in the Facebook group. So again, you have to be make sure that you're signed up for inpennystack.com now behind me uh what i'm going to be talking about today in this lesson is essentially the dow jones okay the dow 30 and want to really talk about what they are what makes them up and more specifically how you should utilize them in your portfolio okay because a lot of people want to get involved with dividend stocks they want that passive income that stocks can provide and this investing in these is probably the safest And most reliable tactic in order for you to get started trading all right so first of all you probably recognize most of the names on this board and that's because these are the companies in the Dow Jones there are 30 companies and Dow is actually one of them it's not what Dow Jones stands for it's actually a chemical company that merged with DuPont a few years ago big big chemical uh, pharmaceutical type company so these 30 companies are the largest public companies in the United States. All right, and this gets adjusted. This is the most recent one in 2020. Uh, I think the most recent change off of this list was GE, was dropped for I think either Apple or Nike. Um, but generally speaking, these are the 30 largest blue chip stocks in the world in the United States. And so uh, what I'm gonna be covering is what you should do with these stocks. And, and these stocks don't necessarily trade like penny stocks do. There's an insane amount of coverage on these stocks. These are the 30 primary stocks that most hedge funds on Wall Street trade. So you're competing against them. But in general, these trades and these companies have millions and millions of dollars of shares traded on a daily basis between all of them. But the things we can take from this as an average retail investor, you and I, is we basically found the most reliable companies in America and fortunately a couple of them are actually great dividend stocks for 2020 right so if you're looking at the best blue chip stocks to invest in in 2020 for dividends this is the list for you and actually this is sorted in an interesting fashion i sorted all of these by dividend yield percentage rates so dow being the highest yield provider at around 5.5 percent which is pretty incredible holding a blue chip stock and a 5.5% dividend yield, that's one of the safest investments that you could do. And then going here to the bottom at Visa, this only has, I believe, a uh, 50% dividend yield. Okay? So, again, not the best, but these are all very high growth. I mean, not insanely growth because they're so mature businesses, but you know, Apple's been going up 50% year over year, Microsoft, um, IBM and Intel have been doing very well. IBM also has a very large uh, and useful dividend yield. I believe it's around 4%. Um, Same thing with uh, Verizon. Verizon actually makes up about 20% of my own personal portfolio. Um, But again, this is just purely educational, as I always say, just a disclaimer, not investment advice. And so just keep that in mind. Now, looking at these stocks, right, if you invest in anything, anything almost in this column here, I would say, you can get a pretty strong dividend yield and stay in a good passive income methodology because 5% dividends is much better than your money just sitting in the bank doing nothing. And these stocks are pretty reliable. You know, the only one that I probably wouldn't hold long-term maybe is like ExxonMobil. uh, And that's just because it's an oil and gas play. So I'm sure you guys know the gas company. And personally, I just feel that with the IPO of Aramco around the corner and alternative energy and renewable sources coming about. I just don't know if this is something that I'm gonna to wanna to be holding in t- 10, 20 years from now, right? So, this is looking at the stock market from a long term view, almost a Warren Buffett style of trading, but it's very useful for those who wanna get involved with dividend stock trading. All right, these are probably the best blue chip stocks currently out there because they make up the Dow Jones, right? So anytime you hear that now on CNBC or the news, you'll understand that these are the companies they're referring to. So the US stock market is actually tracked uh, by a few indicators, but one of the main ones is the the Dow Jones, and that's an index that is accumulated of all of these stocks together. And so they're aggregated and averaged out. And as that number increases, that means all of these are collectively doing better. And that's pretty much what people mean when they talk about, oh, the market is up or the market is down, they're actually just referring to these 30 companies. These 30 companies are dictating how people treat the U.S. economy. And so, again, that's another reason why penny stocks are very, very interesting niche, because they don't tend to follow the market, right? Nobody, no penny stock cares. I mean, Boeing, that's a specific example. So there might be smaller penny stocks that are influenced it when they do partnerships with these types of companies. But other than that, they really don't have any involvement in that. And so the day-to-day action, no one really cares about the market if you're a penny stock trader because those stocks that you're using are kind of out of the sphere here. All right, so that's what I wanted to cover on the dividend stock realm. Now, this is a live chat going on, and I want this to be an open Q&A. So if you guys have any questions, my team will let me know. You can just type up in the chat, and I'll be able to address it at the end, but as I mentioned before, we're gonna try to make this a you know daily habit, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, so that way you guys can come here with your notes, with questions, and I can help you guys get through that, as well as kind of introducing my watch list, which I'm gonna start doing tomorrow. I'm gonna to compile about five to six stocks utilizing the in-penny stock screening criteria, And make that available for you guys, and then we can kind of discuss it, talk about how I located them on the watch list, as well as what that means, right? For a stock to be on your watch list, what are the significant factors that you should keep track of for those stocks on your watch list to know when they're about to shoot up and when they're about to be a nice active stock trade for you that day? So this is it on the dividend side. I'm going to keep up the left-hand side. while we go into the next part, just so that you guys have access to these thoughts, um, because I would definitely write them down. You know, there was a time where I memorized all thirty of them because it's pretty easy. These are the biggest companies in in America, so this is what they're referring to when they're talking about the markets. Okay, so for the second part of the live, before we go into the Q and A, I want to go over catalysts. All right, it's a very important term. I utilize it a lot throughout the penny stock course, whether you're looking at the free videos on the site, whether you're getting into our back-end VIP university program, um, and so catalysts are also used all the time on Bloomberg, U- uh, CNBC, and you should be aware of what to look out for as well as what they even are, okay? So I categorize catalysts in, I would say, four different buckets, okay? Because these are the four key metrics That will come into play when you're looking whether you want to buy or sell a stock. All right So the first one is technical. Okay. I always bring this up first because technical analysis There's day traders that use only technical analysis and only rely solely on this to do their trades And so it's an important concept to grasp and utilize so technical analysis is anything related to the visuals of the stock and that in this case means the stock price charts, okay? So just by looking at a stock, you can tell where it's gonna trade, in what direction it's gonna move, how to categorize it, and we teach more of that at pennystock.com, but the technical portion of a stock is everything. Within 30 seconds of looking at the stock price charts, and navigating some of the different time frames, I'm able to tell whether or not this stock is an actual player and something that should be utilized and maybe put into our watch list, or if it's just a too unreliable of a stock, I trash it and I move on. And, and even those scenarios, I wanna just give a little tip for those people who are getting into trading. Even stocks that you research that you don't feel like have a reliable stock pattern, they don't fit into the normal molds, You know, maybe you can't identify a line of support or resistance for those specific stocks, I would still recommend always setting an alert for a 52 week high, okay? So that is my indicator because what that means is that maybe at the time that you were examining the stock, it wasn't interesting and it didn't have any type of pattern that you could rely on, that you could utilize in your benefit. But after, if you were to put it, an alert on your brokerage platform, on your stock screening software, whatever you tend to use, if you were to put an alert for yourself, to be notified when that stock breaks it's 52 week high that's still probably move on your part because at that point something happened some type of catalyst occurred that caused it to break its previous record high and that's something that you want to keep track of because that could be your next great play so going on with the discussions of catalyst the second catalyst is okay and this means specifically in regards to the management team of the company, right? So sometimes say a CEO just resigned or a new CEO came on board, right? Those are specific examples of a fundamental catalyst that would affect the price of the stock. All right. Layoffs, um, expanding the stores of a company like a retailer. All of these are fundamental analysis, which means it has to do with the company itself. Okay. And this is something that, people will want to spend time on for more long-term holds, right? So if you're doing the strict day trade, usually the fundamentals don't help you too much unless you're doing what we, what I refer to as a separate category, even though some people pair it into fundamentals. So this is like either 2B or three, right? What I would say this is, this is the actual industry or the market segmentation. Right. So the reason that's important is because based on how a market is doing at a certain time, there's a whole nother separate level of hype and kind of manipulation factored in. So what I mean by that is if you look at right now, we're in 2020, February, there was a massive action with Tesla that happened in the last few weeks. And because of that, because of that move in the market for Tesla, the whole electric battery, electric car uh, industry was affected, right? And so those stocks are just doing great. Like if you look last Friday, there was an amazing play DLMK, that just announced a partnership with Tesla that they were going to be working with Tesla and this price went up almost a hundred something percent in a single day. And there were students that were able to catch that by understanding the relationship with between catalysts a fundamental and industry catalysts because that strongly will move the price of a stock. All right. So that is essentially what I wanted to cover with Catalyst. It's just a very brief overview. Uh, now, I just want to check in to see if you guys have any specific questions related to stock trading, whether it's a specific stock, whether it's a certain investment you want to look into, or if you have even a personal life trading situation that you want to share or ask about, You know, that's what these lives are going to be about. All right, so give me one second here. Let me take a look. Let's see. Okay. Um, All right, well, I mean, one very popular question that I think I I have made a video for earlier this week, but I'll address it again, is how much money do you need in order to get started trading? Okay, this is uh, a very specific question that I recommend traders think about before they just dive in, right? Because we get messages all the time at Impenny Stock on our live chat about people wanting to trade for free or people wanting to, you know, just start trading because they understand that it's the right thing for them to do, but they just don't know how to go about it. So what we recommend or what I've been recommending to students here at Impenny Stock, is while you're saving up your nest egg of capital that you want to invest, right? And that should be at least 1000 or $2,000. Okay. Now, nowadays, it's, you're in even a better position than before because before, I would recommend students have at least $2,000 because then they wouldn't have to worry about trading commission fees subtracted from their account. Okay. Now, what happened recently in 2020 is that all of the brokerages, right, the companies that provide you with an investment account for you to buy and sell stocks from, they've pretty much all gone a race to the bottom which is great for us traders because Robinhood came out a few years ago and introduced a revolutionary, you know, zero commission trading. And they kind of became a billion dollar company off of that. And I guess they were pulling a lot of users and a lot of new traders from different platforms because of their ease of use and their free trading commissions. So all the other companies joined along. And Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, ETrade, all of them made their commissions free. So now you're in a better position. But the cool thing is that you can sign up for a free trading platform like e- on eTrade.com. If you set up an account with them, they have a paper trading module built in to their back end. TD Ameritrade has the same thing. They merged with this company called Thinkorswim. And they have a free trading platform for demo accounts, right? So the great thing about that is that you can test your hypotheses of wanting to buy and sell stocks and not put any of your own real money at risk. So what we generally recommend here at in is that while you're trading and while you're not trading But while you're learning while you're going through the courses learning the the concepts understanding You know watching the videos going through the resources Developing your watch list while that's all happening You're able to first of all save up on the side and get your nest egg or investment account up to one thousand two thousand dollars And on the other side you're able to start paper trading with even things like Investopedia. They have a free stock simulator. You can just Google it and sign up and at least get exposed to how it would be if you were doing day trading. We got a question? Okay, nice. That's it. Just make sure to reiterate it. Okay. Is there a platform that is known for faster sales or, um, or faster closes on stocks? Okay, so the, the question is, is there a platform that's used for additional faster closes on stocks compared to Robinhood. The Person okay. uses Robinhood; they want to know if that affects. Got it, got it. How okay, fast okay. the trade goes through versus correct? Yes. Yeah. So that that's a really good point. So what the uh, the person is asking about is execution speed, right? So going back to you know placing orders on mm-hmm. stocks, right? As for those of you guys who have traded, you know you understand that. When you put it in an order to buy or sell the stock, you don't necessarily get it filled right away. You know you put in it into a queue, and it's basically a whole line of people that are wanting to buy or sell the stock at maybe the same share, right? So you might put in in order to sell 500 shares at three dollars, right? But there might be seven other people that also put in different share orders for the same amount. Maybe they also want to sell. For three dollars, and they put in total different sh- amounts of shares for right. So there's an electronic algorithm that occurs to determine whether or not your order gets fulfilled. But actually, this person is actually right that Robinhood, because of the fact that they're not really investing heavily into their internal systems, and it's pretty crazy. There's actually a great movie on this called The Hummingbird Project, and essentially what it's about is. Wall Street has spent billions okay, billions of dollars on simply getting a direct connection like literally electronic i'm talking about like a wire and a plug literally getting a direct connection into the electronic outlets and the wi-fi network of the you know the stock exchange in different places right it happened in chicago the mercantile exchange happened with New uh, new york stock exchange so wherever the exchange is because they that way, they're, they get the data and the stock price changes milliseconds ahead of other people. So that way, they can execute their trades faster. So Robinhood is actually one of the slowest. Um, and that's one of the reasons why day traders, You we usually recommend for them to use a platform like E-Trade or TD Ameritrade. Those have been a bit more on the fastest side. Uh, same thing with Charles Schwab and Fidelity. Again, this is just personal testimonials and use cases that I've heard over the years. It's a possibility that they've changed from now, I mean, since then. But generally speaking, those have also been known to do slower fulfillment unless you're one of their private banking clients, which usually requires you to have a net worth of a million dollars or something like that. So for us average traders, so far what we've found to be the best is TD Ameritrade and eTrade.com. Um A couple other ones I think have been kind of fighting up in there is Speed Trader and um uh, Ally Invest, I think those. I'm not sure if it's Ally Invest, but though that there's another software that are upcoming. But yes, you are 100% right that uh, depending on the market maker and the software you're using, that'll dictate how fast your order gets filled. Okay, so again, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having this type of live Q and A daily, 8 p.m. PST, 11 p.m. Eastern, and everything in between. Um, but come here, ready for questions. We're going to try to keep this consistent. I'm going to come in with one or two daily lessons. Uh, maybe talk about stuff on the markets tomorrow. I'll be introducing our weekly watch list stocks to keep track of. It's a new concept. Uh, not super, um, you know, excited about just trying to give out free, not give out stocks, but put it as a list for you because I think there's a lot more value if you're able to create your own watch list. But in general, I'm going to introduce the stocks on the watch list or my personal one and discuss how I found them, the research process, how you should log them. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. And uh, we're actually having a sale going on right now at impennystock.com on the VIP sections. You can actually, if you type in the code new member 50, you'll be able to get 50% off right now. So in 2020, if you're looking to do stock trading, if you're looking to properly utilize your extra capital make those smart investments that you know are going to pay off in the future in penny stock is the program for you hope you enjoyed that podcast I know we went into a lot of detail uh, but if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me at admin admin at in and feel free to comment review and subscribe that way you'll get notified immediately when we drop the new podcast and I'm focusing on dropping a new podcast every day. So on your commute to work at the gym, whenever you're walking or even just for a casual briefing on what's going on in the markets, you can definitely get an episode from here at in penny stock. And finally, always let me know about what topics you're interested in either via the review or emailing me and I'll make sure we deliver the content you're looking for. Thanks for your time.